Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. We are now delighted to introduce our new sponsor, Orga Retro. Go retro with orgaretro.com, specialists in county retro style clothing. Okay, hello and welcome to episode 96 of the Premier Duty Brewery GA podcast. Um, Kevin is away in Lanzarote, so I'm uh, filling in again. I'm joined by Stephen Cronin, Carrick Delvin and Sean Smith from the Sairs. Um, a winning weekend to competitive action for Liam Cahill lads. Um, I suppose going, going on 12 months before, we can't but be happy. Uh, Stephen, what did you make of it? Uh, look, it was a great start. It was nice to be positive now. You know, I know people will talk about Asher, it was only leash and this. Look, we, we struggled. We wasn't fluid last year. We struggled all last year. And even at the start of the league, when we were expecting to be winning games, same with that Munster League, it wasn't going well for us. So it was nice to get off the, to get off the, um, to, to uh, sorry, no, I lost my words here. It was right. nice to get up and running now with a good, comfortable yeah. win and uh, all positivity. Yeah, um, Sean, scoring 232, I suppose, look, we won it well, and I suppose after 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it wasn't a contest, I don't know, was it ever a contest really, but um, it, it's all positive, but 232 is certainly a positive um, on on the night. Oh yeah, for sure, we're kind of saying, maybe in a few pods prior, like even Colin was saying, let's get the wins, get like, you know, Colin was like, tip time, won too many games in the last number of years, and just get forward, score, and I think, was a five or four had a score by before 20 minutes or 15 minutes, I think. Remember them saying not there. And Bonner is the only one maybe they hadn't, but he was the one doing the work, like for him as well, you know. So like Bonner really back the years by all accounts, they're full forward. Um so like again, you're only playing the opposition, but like I didn't want to be here saying, Oh, we won by a point or two at least. Mm, yeah. Positive, you won the game, go on Kenny Sunday, like you know. Yeah. I, I think another positive about the game, such a high scoring is. I don't think anyone scored more than three points from play, you know, scores wise. But we're not relying on one fella scoring seven, eight, nine points uh, from play himself, which I think that's a that, that's a brilliant. We've a brilliant spread of scorers, and you know, if one man on the day is not going well from, we're not over reliant on one particular individual. So I think that's a positive as well from the weekend. Yeah, I think we had 14, 14 different scorers and the highest score from play was Jake Morris with 1-2. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, look, getting 14 different lads on the score sheet was, was always was always good. 
Um, style of play, I suppose, really is is um, what what we're pro- probably looking for and, and performance. But style, did you notice anything different? Um, what we what style of play was over, yeah. over it was the, it was a goal for the goals. I mean, you said before, just we lads are return for goals. Sean Ryan, Key Dwyer, like get the ball and turn for goals. Like at half time, there did plenty of chances of goals, five or six chances, like you know, and Roland made a few great saves as well. So, like it was just getting the goal, a chance creating the goals. Like them goals are come, but like other years, we haven't even made a goal, he made, made a save, like you know, so that's positive. And, like had as forced to like turn and make a chance. Like Sean Ryan needs as done in the club over the years. He's stepping in now and give him a ball in front and turn and go head towards goals. Yeah. Um look, I suppose individually, Garoda Connor was probably the one you, you'd pick out as, as playing very, very well. But the the backs weren't under pressure, Stephen, but uh the half back line looked very solid, didn't it? You know, Brian Amara, Ronan and, and um Brian McGrath. Yeah, yeah, and and all big strong men too. Um, look again. I know we're talking about opposition, but we have a job. Our lads have a job to do. They went out, you know, they did it, and no goals conceded either. You know, this is this is good. And as, as Sean touched on on the other end, we're getting that ball and we're thinking we're t- we're thinking danger straight away. We were we're going for the juggler, you know, probably left behind us a few goals, but it's it's um. The, the directness, and that's not like just getting a ball and launching. It's it's going for the jugglers, getting that ball into the danger zone as quick as possible. It is it, it's what we want to see. It kind of gets you to the edge of your seat. It gets you passionate in the crowd, and uh, you know that's what we want to see. And it's 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 very positive. And look, we have a half back line there, centre back contribution with three points from play as well. So you know all these things now, like they're only building blocks, but they're the, the right direction anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, it was, it was great to get the to get the two points, get off the mark, and and with a good performance and a command and win. I suppose looking forward to to next week, Sean Kilkenny in Nolan Park. Obviously, will be a, a step again. Um, do, do you think you will see changes on the tip team? Will he try more lads? Yeah, he might mix in a few bodies, but I can't see like wholesale change again like you know like again you want to go to Nolan Park and win the game for starts like I'm a Connor saying picking up a small knock like hopefully it's not too serious poor start she'll be okay like and he was an engineer midfielder night um so like he made a team weak by only playing half a game you know it's that kind of showed what he's capable of there so like hopefully go to kind of same style again Bonner and full forward work very well and like bringing again you have I'd put him in full, full back again like there's no point as I said previously, we had to play him all these games and see what he's made of yeah. yeah, like, I suppose, really we learned nothing, I'd say, Stephen or, or Liam Cahill, certainly. I don't think he learned anything by the game last weekend. So the lads that were there, obviously he will probably shake it up a little, but there probably won't be wholesale changes because the lad isn't going to make the team off, off of the way he played last Saturday. Yeah, I'd agree. I I. I probably disagree and say we didn't learn anything. I think he, what he learned about his boys anyway, the, the one thing we could take about away from it, professionalism. Get out, get the job done. They got it done. Move on to the next game. Um, I think unfortunately for us, the year we had last year, he probably can't afford to look too far into the future. We want championship. We want to get out of Munster. We want to compete in the All-Ireland series. But... From where we were coming from last season, we probably can't look too far ahead this season. So 
I think it's very important to have a real good league. Now, I wouldn't be too bothered if we if we didn't win the league. I, I wouldn't be too bothered if we didn't win Munster, if we got to the All-Ireland Series and we were competing for an All-Ireland. That might not happen in his first year. But I think we do need to hit the ground running as such and to build that confidence, get that momentum going. Because we, we said, we've said this many times, like this is Tipperary, like getting out of Munster or winning the league is or doing well in the league and getting out of Munster. They're only minimum requirements for Tipperary, you know. And so hopefully we're on the right track and real good uh, performance again the weekend will, will keep us going. Yeah. So, like, the, the likes of Mark Joe and Jake Morris, who only came, came on last week, Connor Bogue in another one that, that was around the panel last year, Paddy Cadell. Those four, like, they, they could push for starting positions. Or uh, certainly, if we were to talk before the game, we'd be saying they, they would be, I won't say they're nailed on, but, like, it's certainly shaken up a bit now, isn't it? You know, like, even Jake and Mark on, on the bench and still getting such a command and win. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Like, we, we had this thing, it was all over Premier a few years ago, when Liam Cal comes in, he's going to have his boys and move out the older lads. You know, and here we, as we see it, with Jake Morris on the bench here the other day. And, like, we want Jake Morris and Mackie Ho to really step up. And for them now going training, and knowing that they're fighting for their place, and it's not just going to be the walk-on that a lot of people would have thought it would have been if Liam Cal came in. It's not just going to be that easy for him that's good for us because they're fantastic hurlers in their own right and what what Leams have seemed to have done is lit a fire under everyone where every single one of them believe they can start and if we have 30 lads that are thinking like that you know the summer training sessions up in Dr. Morris Park are going to be very very lively yeah and, and obviously that's what we want is um, is everyone fighting fighting for the positions and he certainly is is building a panel which we knew I suppose Liam was going to do from, from the start when he came in but the raw materials are there as they always are, Sean, in tip. And um, Stephen was just saying there, like, whatever about winning the league or, or winning Munster, getting out of Munster and getting into that All-Ireland series, that's that's kind of a goal, I suppose, for, for us for, for the year, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Wanting to be getting to Cup Park and getting a chance at it. But also, as Stephen touched on there, having your players on the bench, like you mentioned, Jake Mark, Mark Hill, Paddy Cadell, champion like these lads are coming on but they're replacing all the good lads so like you, you they come championship you should have three or four lads fighting for corner four positioning it should be between Sean Ryan say Jake Morris could be Connor Ball Mark Hill. like you know it's a fierce competition there for places so compared to other years even we're in a podcast last year named the team we probably had 13 positions picked for us hadn't we like you know so mm-hmm. but this year picked them six forwards there picked three or four of the backs like Kind of struggling, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it, is, it certainly is. And competition and pen is, is always good. Um, <clears throat> Kilkenny didn't, um, I, w- I won't say they struggled as well, they struggled, but they had, I think it was like a six point win over, over Antrim. They seemed to just do what they needed to do. But Billy Drennan, who was on, I think, on their 20s last year, he got one eight, he was on the freeze. Um, they, like, they, they don't want to lose to tip in Northern Park, so they don't see. No, look, as I said it already before we started, this is Tipperary and Kilkenny. It's it's league, but you know you they'll walk across them white lines, and as far as they're concerned, that's all that matters. For seventy minutes, it's 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 win at all costs. They won't want they won't want to be losing to Tipperary in their home venue, like you know, on the new manager as well. 
Um, he'd want to get off to a good start and lay down a marker. And um, we have a new manager as well. And us going to Kilkenny um, uh, and getting the win, coming out of Kilkenny with a win, that'll that'll um, you know give our lads a huge shot of confidence going forward. And look, what we want in the county is we want to be looking forward to games with positivity, with excitement, you know, and that'll come with with uh, a succession of wins. And if we can get out of Nolan Park with a win, it'll be um to be a happy Sunday for everyone. Yeah, it's going to be um with Kilkenny twice actually two Sundays in a row, Sean. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I suppose looked as great the Dylan Quirk fundraiser is on the following week, but. The two games will probably be totally different um, to each other. I, maybe maybe a, a good testy game this Sunday will set up the following Sunday for, for a right-hand post. Yeah, there will always be a bite. There's always a bite in all the park. Whatever it is about, it's tightness in the pitch. They're probably very close. And no matter what we do, I think going down, it'll be a few points either way. Like, you can't see anything dominating going out ahead. But Kenny, they'll have to... They put the best thing they possibly can, like the Ronnie Roth, a few lads up to Antrim, by all accounts there. Cal do the same. But then the following week, then, you know, it'll be, might be the same thing. We do say, I mentioned five or six subs there, it's already starting the following day if we don't play then. So we need getting the games into lads. And like that's gone forward with Championship coming two weeks after League Final. If we, if we do get that far, like we're saying, if we want to win every game, you need games in lads and have the panel fit. Yeah, I suppose. Look, the, the Fitzgibbon is coming into it now again because. Uh, Fitzgibbon quarters are tonight and tomorrow and um, Garoda Connor and Brian O'Mara I suppose will be playing tomorrow for, for UL and it'll be interesting to see whether he picks them to play on Sunday again um, with probably the semi-finals of the, the Fitz again the following week so and, and UL looked like a super team so it's hard to see how they'll be bet tomorrow so um, that, that'll be interesting um, just going I suppose looking at the, the rest of the league um, Limerick came a, a cropper down in, in Cork to a second hand a second half performance from Cork who, who were quite poor I suppose in, in the first half but Pat Ryan has three games in a row now brought Cork from, from a half time deficit to a to a win is there is there little mushrooms growing in Cork again do you think? They looked I think that second half foreign state, they look good, like, but then they've done it over the years and then come out in the first time of the game and be blown away or not go. But there are 20,000 people on car and that just showed the appetite there on Saturday night. And like the cracking game, the second half on TV, to throw it on there on RT on a Saturday evening, like it's great. These games are being shown. I know RT pulled them, like if it wasn't that to be on TG4, but either way, like, and Horgan there couldn't miss the freeze. And it was a Ross, sorry, Robbie Flynn. Robbie O'Flynn is went off serious injury with his ankle, but up to that, he was lethal. He got one, 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 two. And like, Carlos looked dangerous. Like, Limerick, Shane Down was saying there were six weeks ahead of where they were this year, last year. And like, after game, then he just kind of glossed over as if oh, I didn't say that. You know, so yeah. like, he was boasting a good they were for the game and half time and then come full time. It's like, ah, they're the all iron champions still in this, but he drives it mm. kind of cracked on it. Yeah, they did. Look, I've probably been a bit harsh on, on Cork because we're seeing it every year, great the league. And, you know, like Cork, Cork like Tipperary should only be judged on the All-Ireland. And uh, we've seen it far too long now because they've been in the doldrums way too long. Being great in the start of the league is 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 no good. You know, it, it might might do well for the early season confidence, but 
I thought a part of uh, Cork's win, Cork's performance was Limericks. They, they did not. They, they blew asunder. They blew up in the second half, you know, and then taking off the road, uh, Hegarty and when Keane Lynch came in, he, you know, Keane is probably, he'll be a starter. He'll be starting the games again shortly. He's probably someone that needs to be starting for Limerick to tick properly. Coming off the bench is very hard to have an influence in the game, especially at the early season when, when look, they're nowhere near fit. You know, I'd be I'd be tempering the the Cork celebrations a small bit. Early season, Limerick have nothing done. Uh, wait till wait till the championship to see what where where they really are. Yeah, there was um there was an interesting uh, I suppose little sidebar from that game was when when Keane was coming, Keane Lynch was coming on, and Hegarty was going off, and there was a bit of cheering or booing, and um and, and look, I suppose it was all a bit of of good fun or whatever but that's something that um that Cork lads is want to be wary of because Kylie will put that in the bank and so will Hegarty and Lynch you know and it, it might mean nothing now but you can be certain that in the dressing room before they meet Cork maybe in a Munster final or, or a last round Robin game that it'll be mentioned yeah them. absolutely you watch all the documentaries about sports teams and sports people and you know e- even the best of them use the smallest little motivations going like you know and look all it was is kids kids having a bit of crack that's that's what kids are doing now you know it's the whole social media they'll TikTok and it's the black garden and that's what it's it's all a bit of crack that's all it was but it'll be used you can be damn sure to get any little percentage it'll be used can you remember when we were down Parky Grieve and they booing us you know that'll all be used and look as you said that that's that's motivation could be used the next day, and that's when Cork really need to get be getting these results in championship. Yeah, yeah. Like Limerick aren't going. Like what did Limerick score? Like kind of five points? Huh? Like that's unheard of. Like and I have heard from five or six points. So like that's not going to happen again. So like you know, but but Cork were very good in that second half. Still have come down, come back from eight points down, get leveling. You know keep the game going and like Limerick might have drove on but Cork just stayed with like fair play to Cork if you're from Cork you're positive for sure nearly mm. you know, and come championship the, and come championship they'll have their, their their top man back out of the doghouse and he'll be back on the forward again anyway so it'll be aye 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 that been a dressing room wall here will it, will it? <laughs> yeah well look I, I think the, the nature of the of the league now is that you can have a mediocre league and and you you can build then through the championship, can't you? You know, I mean, because you have the four games. And now I know Munster is is dog eat dog, but um, like a team like Limerick, they're coming out of Munster bare. Something catastrophic goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, other games of note, I suppose. Were... Oh Jesus, that that dire shite blown extra park. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Seriously. No wonder it's fucked. They, they lay on at the Welsh Cup final as well, just to make it not be a league game. It's even worse. Yeah. Um, Galway ran out kind of convincing winners, but Wexford looked like they're in all sorts of trouble at the moment, don't they? There's nothing going right for them. No. I had no way yeah, of like, just... what do you, didn't Schwatton really, I think. Like, you know, it's like, as in, what do you entertainment even look at, looking back at? Like, you know, it was kind of fast forward for half a day or second half, because. They're kind of going, God, we had a game, it's over. What Wexford never raised a gallop. Did it not score for 25 minutes in the second half, I think, was it? It was definitely over 20. I remember looking at the clock and going, 
Wexford had the same score at half time here. You know, yeah. so like it's hard to know. And usually in the league, Wexford do go out. We often talk about being kind of early kind of league contenders, you know, a bit of form and are they trying the opposite right? I don't know. Yeah, you'd be hoping you'd be hoping it could be something like that because if you're in a heavy load, it's very easy tanking in a game. There's very you know, like Jesus. Have they you'd be hoping they haven't hit the wall, you know, and, and that's that's it for them. Like, you know, I know you can have bad days and this and that, but you're hoping their 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 load sessions are aimed for later on in the year because they've they've probably peaked a bit too early the last few years, you know. I know they've that they are Leinster a couple of Leinster the Leinster Championship in their in their back pocket and all this like but you see what happened in two thousand and in nineteen when they just absolutely blew up with 55, 60 minutes, 55, 50 on the clock, I'd say. So you'd be hoping they're trying to peak later on in the year. Um, look, that's just trying to put a positive spin on it, but it was bad that weekend. It was, it was. Um, Davey was chirping again afterwards, uh, making up all the excuses as Dublin came from behind to, to draw a level with him. And I suppose Dublin will probably feel that, well, I thought they should have won it when Waterford went down to 13 men, but... Um, age all flaws out of Waterford. Um, two lads sent off with, with a game kind of in the mental, the melting pot. Um, how how are they going to get over those those that silliness? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's going it's like it, it's possibly has it cost them in all Ireland over the, over the last year or two because that's the sort of stuff that that's ridiculous. He Steve, what Stephen Bennett did at the end of the game was absolutely ridiculous. You know, right in front of the lines. For years, and but they've been getting away with a lot of time, but then they're getting caught now. And like it's stupidity. It's I know the brand. Go across the border, Steve William. Just put your <laughs> common sense into it if you want to. But, you know? Not at all. I hope this continues. I think it's great. Look, <laughs> I suppose when you when you sp- when you talk about getting away with it, like I'd like to think that. When when we speak about hurling, Tipperary players themselves, like Carl Barr came in for a bit of criticism there a couple of weeks ago when he got the second yellow card. Um, I think we're fair in that. If something's a red, it's a red. And we, we, when we speak about it, we're fair about it. Um, look, if something is 50 50, we're going to lean towards the, tip, the, the Tipperary man. You know, he was wronged. But when it's a red, it's a red. In Watford, if a Watford player is caught on camera punching a fella in the nose, Watford to a man around the county will defend him saying he was provoked he, what else could he do like there's, there's no there's no um, self-policing down there there's no self-responsibility down there and I think thankfully for me from where I'm situated in Carrick that it's never going to change and you know I, I think what they're doing is is brilliant keep doing it <laughs> Bennett as well in front of his, was in front of Dublin dugout he ended up hitting her man as well like, like, yeah, and Column Lyons I think was the line it could have been a free for all like. yeah. it could have like, I don't know yeah first round of the league like it, it, it is it's, it's a bit much and, it, and like it, it cost them the two points I mean I know they got to draw them, but it certainly cost them the, the two points having, having the, two, the two lads sent off um, so, uh, Claire had a fairly easy win over over Westmead which was which which was fairly predictable um, as well. So uh, that's kind of more or less the roundup of the league. I think um, anything else of note on on, on league duty that she saw. Uh, 
plug for me old for me old club mate. We had a club had a club mate playing uh, for Warwickshire and I think it's down the divisions against Leeds from the weekend and he got one one Brandon O'Sullivan. So, ah just getting a little shout out to him. <laughs> ah, very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, I see Fia Crokeys there from Tenoch he was playing for London. They played um, they played Tyrone up in, in the own rule pitch there um, on, on Saturday. So that was another another tip connection, I suppose. But, um, uh, then, lads, we'll, we'll move on to Sunday. Um, the Hearty Cup, the All-Tipperary Hearty Cup was, was on in Turles. Um, I, I ventured into it. And I have to say that I was very disappointed with the fair. Now, look, there was seven or 8,000 people there. And these are all young men. And I'm not going to be too hard on them. But um, I thought the standard of Ireland was just was very poor. Cashel came out on top by a pint and well deserved. I think they they kept it very tight and Torless didn't get a sniff of it. But at the same time, I was disappointed. I I have to say. Yeah, well, I'd be the same. Yeah, I'm up to the stadium there along with a few others there. No, the good crowd was there. Hughes getting in and got in and like it was free. It was free after free. Again, it was. I say both teams were very nervous. Um, yeah. And then Casha kind of set up and had a plan and it worked and turned us forward. Just couldn't get around. The sweeper for Casha were very good. Cash deserved the win. They should have seen out by more, maybe. They missed a handy free or two at the end. Could have popped over. Turned never really had that killer kind of chance to maybe drive on and win it. Even when they got back level, I felt they're kind of maybe looking to get back level. They kind of got Casha gave away two silly frees. And get Torres a point down from the puck up, but cash a fair for the winners and fair win for cash a first ever hard to cope with. That's so much even like. Oh, yeah, cash won't give one lot and shite whether the game was good or bad or, no. or what. And if it was one point to nil, they, they still got the win. But, um, look, as good as it was that, that the, the two, two, um, the two tip schools got into it and they're still obviously, still obviously involved in it. Did you get to see any of it, Stephen? No, I didn't get to see just reading the reports of it. And look, I suppose. The young as you, I, I, I try not to be too critical of them, but I, I can understand s- such a big game, the nerves going into it during the week, like and and young lads don't realize that that nervous energy it can paralyze you in the game. You know, you're you're doing things that you weren't doing all year. The legs feel so you're swiping, you're pushing in the back, you're giving away silly frees, and you know it turn into a shoot fest from for the free takers. You know, like managing. Managing the week is nearly more important than managing the game on, on the day if, because if you're not sleeping right, if you're full of nerves, if you if you're if you're visualizing, oh I better not make a mistake, that's the stuff that, that feeds into the game day because you're not you're not clear minded, you're not clear headed and the nerves that will come with that, like them lads now will probably go back to their clubs and they will they will play hurling how they should play hurling and they'll be free and you know no bother to him. But on the day it seemed to have got him. Um what I think it's is a credit to both club, both teams is Cashel and Torless is only ten minutes apart. You know, they're in the Carty Cup final, they're they're picking from a lot of the same clubs and I think it's um it is a fantastic achievement for both clubs who are still in the All Ireland Championship. So yeah. you know and they had they had their miserable game, let's call it. So hopefully both can go out now and and, and hurl to their own potential in in the in the next round of it. Yeah, no, no I, look, I, I totally agree with that, and uh, with all of that, and I, I don't want to be too harsh on them, as, as I said. But yeah, I think I think Cashel probably went out for the game to be like that, Sean. Um, oh, that's what. Yeah, they, that was their plan all year as well. But 
you're doing it and it works and you've t- like another team mm-hmm. has to come over and go work around their plan. You can't expect them to change their plan because the way you're hurt, you know. Um, yeah, like they've won their quarter final, semi final, and final with scoring 113, yeah. 112, and 12. Like it's not, yeah. um, I suppose they're not they're not free flowing scorers by by any means. But then they're getting chance like like Colony was good in the freeze. He got six, was it? And then like five, rest yeah. of scores came for the five. Well, I'm off and play then, and rest of scores were all one point each. Armour done who in the boys, you know. So it tipped around and they took the chance when they did. Um, yeah. like if, one if, press, Ca- if Cashel I, hadn't won, if Cashel hadn't won it, I think they would have had to look at why they left Ronan Connolly inside in the full forward line for so long. I know I know Ronan played corner forward for a couple of tip teams underage and that mm. the best of his hurling that I've seen him play has always been kind of half back or on midfield yeah. yeah I mean we, we played him in the 21 there there back on Stephen's day and he was outstanding in the middle of the field and he seems to be more suited to that free moving moving role you know rather than being confined to full forward but yeah even anyway, the ball and even the ball into me wasn't even um, Mike, sorry, it wasn't even that great. Like, he ended up getting frustrated at some points, kind of running out around toward midfield, trying to hook a man, chase and get on the ball, you know. And then he's going back in, like, you know, mm. again, he should have been even when, but then Torres didn't just push up on him either, you know. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I understand, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think one of the as, as bad as I thought the game was, one of the standouts on the, on the, the game was Jared DeWire. Um, I just he was named at center back, I think he might have started on the wing. On Joe Maher, um, but I thought he gave an exhibition of Harlan and kind of sat back in that maybe maybe sweeper role than the pocket role. Like, yeah, he got uh, man the match, didn't he as well? I think. Yeah, yeah, I thought he, I thought he was well outstanding. No, yeah. but it, like there's some difference in his. Uh, I think Jerry's probably 18, 19, and Robbie Ryan, who's just turned on sixteen or just maybe just gone sixteen. Mm. Like th- that three years is a huge difference in stature of the two of them. It wasn't there, you know, in, on on the field. Yeah, and he was cute as well, Gerald, like kind of pushing Robbie toward the sideline, making him shoot from probably an awkward angle. Like, you know, he had the power and bring him into the cor- corner instead of maybe Robbie under 16 and 17 cut in, side lad, take yeah. score on. Like, and I think Robbie Ryan has plenty more years left than Bear. Like, so, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean. Cash has done a job. They knew Mark these lads and stopped them. The heart and side for forward as well. Didn't get a sniff with it himself. Yeah. Robbie came off, that, that, came off, you know. That guy that the Jack Quinlan from Feather, that he was on the minors was he last year, but he he was um he was on the heart. I thought he was he had another very, very good game, very solid there in, in the back line. And I'd love he, to see him meet again down the line, actually. God Ireland's yeah. here. So can meet in the final, can they? Uh they probably can. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I mean they could they certainly could meet in the final. I don't know, can they meet before that? But no, I think I think they can, yeah. But like yeah, um, the Offaly schools are after winning the Leinster championship, they beat um Kieran's by two points, but they can't go on into the All Ireland. So the two teams that are beaten in the semi finals now have to play off for the yeah. second team to come out of Leinster, um, which just seems ridiculous. I don't understand mm-hmm. why. Yeah, it's Turles are playing the winners of the Dublin team and Good Counts, is it? Uh, yeah, is it Nave Owen and Good Counts? Yeah, 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 the winners of that. Yeah, so like, but they're, as you say, they're down the ranks for Leinster, so it's kind of odd. System, yeah, but that's the rule, isn't it? Yeah, but it, I thought didn't the Waterford colleges, uh, Dungarvan two colleges, they won the Hertie and they went on into an All Ireland. And did the Dublin colleges as well? There, they didn't. Yeah. Was it Conal Keeney? Didn't they get to an All Ireland final there? There one time. Um, sure, Fannin sure were picking from four counties. Uh, yeah, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> our our school are still doing that. Sure, I mean, you know, yeah, 
Yeah, it's just the make the All Ireland series interesting. Like, you know, like Turles, they won last time in All Ireland, they lost the heart, I think, didn't they? That's right. James Barry, was he captain of a no? Was that Art? Did Art's goal turn it over in the final? Yeah, oh, I can't remember. I think Nolan Park, I think. Well, it's probably, it was probably Kieran's then, if they were. If they're there. So look, that's the Hearty Cup. Um, have we anything else, lads, to to discuss? Um, GA-wise, anything else going on? I don't know. I suppose, I suppose the overall thing is a lot of counties now are adopting the, the even age groups. I'm seeing I'm seeing it going around there. Like, it, is a, it is an interesting one. It's hopefully something that we're going to be talking about shortly enough. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be, it'll be sorted out in in tip fairly soon and um, maybe waiting on, on Congress, which is coming up in in, um, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, Fantasy Hurling um, was on the weekend or, or started, kicked off the weekend. Um, a couple of good, a good, good scores for, for some of the lads. How did you get on, Stephen? Um, I got it in there Saturday morning and had a lot of free takers out. I chased Miss Kendi in full back, so I thought he'd get a heap of points for me. And I, <laughs> I it was fair sober and all right when I checked the old the, the it was the Premier View table and I was coming Paddy last. And I was, <laughs> I was if bold. I was in it, I would have been last. So <laughs> I'm probably looking in. <laughs> I'm going to have to have uh, set aside now um a Friday night now and <laughs> and I'd come up with a, a proper game plan and proper solution because I'd be kicked off this podcast if I come last all the time in, <laughs> in the fantasy league. <laughs> I, I got caught rotten. I, I picked Peter Duggan um from Clare because I saw they were playing with Mead and I thought he'd be on the freeze and he wasn't on the freeze and not only that he didn't get a score against West Mead. So he's getting I the bullet. I don't care what he does. <laughs> I had him for the exact same reason. <laughs> like I, I, ca- I captained him and everything. So jeez. Uh, uh, was, t- was good fun now, um. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting, I suppose to look at um as we as we were saying there last week, there's an Orga retro jersey uh, for the winner of the of the listeners league, um, and I see that um, on on the Dalo podcast they were giving us a bit of grief saying that that uh, the Butler Hurley's prize is better than the than the Orga retro jersey. But I was the only thing I was delighted was that the clear man was calling a Hurley a Hurley and not a yeah. Hurley. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're taking over. That's it, that's it. This is Tipperary Midwest Radio Sport with Stevie O'Donnell. The real voice of Tipperary. For the first time ever, Cashel Community School are the Munster Post-Primary School's Dr. Harty Cup Senior Hurling Champions. After a hard-fought 12 points to 11 victory over Tulla CBS in front of 7,283 paying spectators. And that's not including children. So we are now going to hear some post-match interviews. Let's hear first of all from Moshi Nodunahu. Nip and tuck the whole way through there. Um, Torres are service side. We've seen that. They've many hearts behind their name, and we're only new to the block. Sure, we're going to keep going on now, and it's just brilliant feeling. It was nip and tuck really in the first half. Yeah. Both trying to cancel each other out. The scores were very hard to come by. Yeah, a very low scoring game. We knew both defences were strong, very strong. Conceding not many goals throughout the championship, and took most of our scores when we got them. Our backs have been savage all year. They've been the building blocks throughout every game, and just delighted to get over the line there today now. Oshin, what does it mean for you and your family now oh, to have a hearty cup medal. Thrilled. Hasn't been on it in a long time. I'm just like to bring it back in. 
Thanks very much. Well done, Russell. I then grabbed a quick word with John Corbin, Golden Kilfeekle Secretary. And it's like the old cliche, we got the job done. We did just about Stevie, Stevie, they made it harder on us again. For Ben and for you and your family, what does it mean to have a hearty cup? Washing everything, it hasn't sunk in yet, Stevie, to be honest with you, do you know what I mean? And like, so we never dreamt of it, we never thought it would happen, you know. But the dream has come true. Come true. We will now hear from Giant Captain Ronan Connolly. That was a super, super oh, victory. It was unbelievable. It's a cliche, but I can't even put it into words. You know, I'm just lost. Compare the halves. The two halves now are tough. It was always you're either drawn or the other team's two points up. There was a cushion there for every shot, but look, I have to give it to Torres. They're a savage team. They brought us right to the end, so they did. And look, we're just delighted to get the win. I suppose even in the second half, none of the players had an either side could turn around and say, we have it. No, that's it. Yeah, the game was just, it was always so close, but we knew that. I'd say everyone here comes today knew that that's the way it's going to be. But we were just absolutely gunning after last year. We were, we were hurt now last year. And, um, oh my god, just to win this is just incredible. What does it mean to the Connolly family? Oh, I am. Have to cook oh, it's unbelievable, Stevie. I, I genuinely can't even put it into words. I can't. It's just amazing. I'll let you back to the Thanks celebrations. Well, Thanks very much, Stevie. Well done. Let's hear now from the other giant captain, Ben Corvin. Unbelievable, now we got there in the end. Maybe the Holland wasn't at its best, but in general, I thought you grinded out the yeah. ah, so we have in everything in the game. Like, we haven't had an easy journey, we've grinded out every game, and the boys deserve the reward now. There was a lovely gesture there at the end when you thanked all the parents and the supporters. It was great to see some crowd out there. Ah, so, look, they've been absolutely outstanding to us all year, and it's just amazing. Like, can you see how happy everyone is? It's just brilliant for the skill. 7,283 people came in here today to witness this. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm speaking to your father a few moments ago oh, and he said it's great for the family. How oh. do you feel about that? Oh, unbelievable. Our words can't describe it now. I'm just and for Golden Kilfeekle, super oh. day. Unbelievable. The Party Cup medal's coming back. It's just unreal. Well done, Ben. Thanks, Stevie. From a very young age, he was a very promising hurler. Let's hear now from full forward, Fabian Ryan. Don't forget to mention the Galbally Breed. <laughs> she said, don't forget to mention the Galbally Breed back on Kirkagorge. Well it Fabian. has to be done too. We have cousins there on Galbally. Everything's going well on here, thank God. Great day. Back to the match itself. Give him the roll there to go inside full forward and get the ball there. And if I can, go and get the goal myself then lay it off to the boys. Sir. Hope for the best after that. There was very little space given to your forward. They were. They had, they had uh, number six there, Jim Ryan, so he's a very good hurler. He's in front of myself there and Davy alongside me, sure. But sure, look, we got around him in the finish anyway, thank God. The first half there, look, it was kind of tight, they were tight, but the second half then they knew that we were trying to get the goal, so they dropped him back even further on us. But look, it was a good game overall anyway, and sure, we came out in top, thank God. You know, for the, the Ryan and the Quindon families, I said that there's big celebrations lined up for this evening. How do you feel about that? Oh, brilliant all together, sure, look, the, they always had the banter there between Limerick and Tip, but sure, look, now they'll have to come down to Tipperary now this evening anyway, and celebrate something. They had enough to celebrate themselves over the last couple of years at Limerick. Well, I think now the celebrations can change over to Fabian Ryan yeah. and family. Thank God. <laughs> well done, Fabian. Thanks, thanks to you. On the 61st minute of the game, the winning point came from Ina Orman from Golden Kilfeekle. We will now hear from his mother, Joan. And I first asked her, what was the build-up like ahead of the big showdown? It was the very same as if it was only a challenge match we were playing. And I suppose the school, in fairness, Mr Ryan and all the teachers in there, it was just another match. And that's the way they were taking it. For yourself and Michael now here today to be watching this as parents, were you nervous throughout? Yes, <laughs> very nervous. The last five minutes, he got the ball. He raced up along the side, tapped it over the bear. <laughs> what was the reaction? We were delighted. I mean, it's a pure team effort. And he was just the lucky one. He was in the right place at the right time. As the Mimi of a hearty cup winner, how do you know feel? Asher, I'm delighted for him and for the team and for Ben. Isn't it great to have a captain in Golden? Congratulations. Thanks a million, Stevie. 
and from one mother to the other. Let's hear now from Fabian Ryan's ma'am, Sheila. And I wonder, how did she feel when the referee blew the final whistle? Unreal. Just unreal. Couldn't believe that it was over. And just a fantastic occasion for all the lads. Did he feel under pressure at any stage before the game itself? He was waiting for this morning just for the bus to go and to get going. But he was ready to bring it on. Was there yes. any pressure on the mummy and daddy? Every pressure on the mummy and daddy. And mocks or anything. Any, nothing to do with the lever or anything. It was all about the heart to cope. But look, it's worth it all now. For you and the Quinlan family and for the Ryan family, what does it mean to have a hearty cup medal now? Unbelievable. Because Mam's nephew had one from, from the Abbey in 1959, Mike McCormick. So we have one now in our house. So it's great to keep the old tradition going. And we will now hear from Owen Connolly, former student of Cashel Community School. A grinded out victory. And that's it. Like I've, I've actually been to all the boys' games this year so far. And that's the way at every game. They've grinded out every single game they've been in. Like we all kind of knew if Cashel stayed in this game with five minutes to go, it was always going to be there for them. So look, regardless of the score, like it was a cracking game of hurling for the boys and delighted for them. It's with five minutes to go, there was only just a one in us. Yeah, and that's it. And the boys, as I said, they've done it all year round, even the last day, to keep it at one point in the end. Their team will just don't go away. They're always there till the end. And absolutely delighted for them now. Let them enjoy tonight. They all deserve it. And as they said, why not go on now and give it a crack in the Ireland series? They're well good enough to so Well done, Owen. Thanks, Steve. Let's now hear from John McCormick, former Kickham's player. Fantastic result, I suppose. West Tipperary hurling it, bring it back on the map. We're saying schools hurling again, you know, very important. The last time the title came to West Tipperary was 1959. It's now in Cashel Communities. School. Close to our side of the country again, it's, it's great. I met John O'Donoghue at the far side field, the final whistle, very emotional man, and history was made today. He said, Do you know what I mean? Again, and he was delighted with that. So it's, it's fantastic, great for those group of young lads. You know what I mean? It Putting is, and for a lot of parishes as well, John, in particular, I see the Kickham Centre. Cup medals going back there again. Yeah, it's true, and you know, I suppose today we've players on both teams, you know, it's unfortunate we'd say for Owen, we'd say it was a third squad, but you know, they're good players and they'll be back again. But it'll build for the future as well, you know, it's very important for all those clubs, you know, West Tipperary, South Tipperary, Mid Tipperary, all those clubs, you know, getting the kick out this so it's fantastic altogether you know let's hear now from Shawnee Reardon massive achievement series is a good chance to win a hearty cup like the WCBS won that back in 1959 so this is 2023 so it is a thing that only happens once in a lifetime you know so it is a brilliant result they deserved it poor first half there's no good to say different second half way better game last 10 minutes now was hectic they got hold of the line by a pint it could have been three or four would Francis Coughlin agree with you on that yeah I think the Shawnee is right there Stevie um, they could have probably seen it out maybe three or four pints at, at the end but the Shawnee was saying a very tight kind of first half you know I suppose teams were trying to find their way as well and you know when you're used to playing I suppose maybe in the stadium as well and I suppose it's a big occasion you know there's been a lot of publicity the last week or that in the Hearty Cup final so that makes a big change World Champions well. Yeah, I think they deserved it in the end, to be fair. A bit like the semi-final against Sarts Gullreach. They grounded out again, you know, got the scores that they needed, you know. They went three points up there towards the end. I know Torres came back at them again, like, but... Yeah, I suppose Adam Daly made a big difference coming out around the middle of the field there. He got on an awful lot of ball. I suppose there was more space in the second but half. More so well. in the second half. More so in the second half. There was a, there was an awful lot more space there as well, Stevie, in the second half. Um, I suppose teams had to find their way and find their way around each other as well. And in you know, Armand had a, had a great game. And I suppose he, he got the, the winning score there as well. And there you heard from a variety of people in the post-match interviews in today's victory for Casual Community School in the Dr. Harty Cup final. 12 points to 11 over CBS. This is Tipperary Midwest Radio Sport with Stevie O'Donnell. The real voice of Tipperary. All right, lads, look, that's all we have uh, We have time for 
No, thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Sean. And uh, thanks to Stevie O'Donnell for, for giving us the interviews after the Hearty Cup final. Um, and look, we'll see you all next week after the game. Thanks, lads. Thanks, man. Good stuff. Thank you.